spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Tamale Tuesday. Happy uh, Tuesday. So, um... There's a lot of news coming up. We've got uh, an elderly Joe Biden running for re-election. Yes, indeed. Does a vote for Biden actually mean a vote for President Harris? We'll explain that. I'll find out there. Uh, speaking of bad politicians, <laughs> you know this... Uh, we have a plenty. You know this weird story in the Arizona legislature where... Uh, something named Liz Harris brought in some conspiracy theorists, and this conspiracy theorist got there in front of, up in front of all these lawmakers and said, listen, you guys are all on the take with the uh, cartel. You're just getting paid. Cartels are just throwing money at you. You're all in the deep pockets of the cartels. Right. And then, uh, the legislature said, let's have a vote because we're going to throw you out, and they threw her out. So, you got to replace a Republican with a Republican. As you do. So, the Maricopa County Board, uh, we'll make that decision, and they have three people that will stand in front of them. And um, we've kind of gone th- through this. We've got we've got Liz Harris, who remember she she's it's up to rerun for her job, right? Well, she said the twenty twenty two election was fraudulent. How'd she do in that? She won. Okay, and uh, she would not vote on a single thing while in office until we redid that election. And so she didn't vote on anything, even though she won. She's one of the three. Then there's some lady who I don't know who she is. But then there's this one dude. Oh, man. Okay. There's this one dude. My man. Your guy. His name is... Adult film star? He's not no, an, no, but he's an adult not. film star name. He, he, Steve Steele. Steve Steele. Steve Steele. Um... What did we make fun of him about just the other day? Oh, he's a dumpster diver. Yes, remember that? What was his nickname? Oh, uh, God, he had a great nickname. Sidekick Steve. Sidekick Steve. What was he diving for in an actual dumpster in, he in was Phoenix in 2020? For shredded yes. stuff. He was literally dumpster diving, looking for shredded ballots. He was in up to his neck in trash. And today... Just kind of doing a little bit of research on this guy who could possibly be your new lawmaker. Well, we know why he couldn't find any of those shredded things, Gatos. This is awesome. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Steve Steele. Steve Steele. Actually, that wasn't bad for me. Sidekick Steve Steele. He believes, and he said so in a phone interview, and confirmed, yes, I believe in that outlandish uh, conspiracy theory that... The uh, bark, 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 bark. Bark, bark, bark. the fire bark. that uh, burned chickens at the Hickman family farms. Uh, that was the shredded ballots, burned ballots. That's why he couldn't find it, man. Yes, he was looking in the wrong place. He needed to be looking where the chickens were on fire. So conspiracy theorists, they've latched onto the idea, this guy believes it, that ballots from the 2020 election were burned at the Hickman Chickman, Ch- Chicken Farm. Hickman Chickman? Due to it being owned by Maricopa County Chairman uh, Clint Hickman. Steve Steele. There's no evidence that that happened. Basically what he believes is ballots were fed to chickens to get rid of the ballots, and the chickens were incinerated to get rid of the chickens. And he, he says this, right? He says, I talked to a firefighter who told me that this actually happened. Now, I can't name the firefighter. Because he's pretend. (laughs) (laughs) I have spoken to a firefighter who told me that this took place. 
I can't believe it's true. Good. Steve Steele of the fighting Steve Steele. Sidekick Good Steve. God. Could you? You know. That guy could be representing you. I know. So we kind of, it's interesting. We started the show asking ourselves, how have we gotten into Biden-Trump too? I mean, these are two of the worst presidents of my lifetime. Most likely the two worst presidents of my lifetime. You know, you got one guy who doesn't know his name anymore, and the other guy's got a rape trial that started today. Can't we find somebody better? Apparently not, because with the Arizona legislature, they're trying to replace one person that they fired, Liz Harris. So what do they do? They they say, hey, can you rehire her? And if not, here are two other jabronis. I just, it's <laughs> no. a sad state that we find ourselves, but I continue to say this, and I'll continue to say it over and over again. We get the government that we deserve. I don't and understand for, that. What does that mean? That has been said for years. I know, but what does what, it mean? What does it mean? Is yeah. It means we're the ones who have the power to put these people in positions, and we continue to do it, and then we whine about this is the best thing we have to So we get what we deserve. If what? we're not going to change the plot, if we're not going to move away from the insanity, if we're not going to put people in, Karen Taylor Robeson's over others, right. if we're going to continue to throw bad after bad after bad and expect different results, we get exactly what we deserve. Yeah. And maybe, you know, you make a great point in Karen Taylor Robeson. I think a lot of people, Democrats, Republicans, Independents, say uh, she was probably the best one for the job. We'd be eating free tamales all day today. We would totally be eating free tamales. All day today. All right. Red flag laws, Chad. Red flag laws. In Florida. So, yes, Florida has red flag laws. It's because of the school shooting. That took place uh, several years ago. Uh, Stoneman uh, Douglas. Douglas. Okay. But it's interesting. Arizona and our Attorney General Chris Mays, she says we should have red flag laws right here in the state of Arizona. What's that? We should have red flag laws. This is Chris Mays. I think think we do need a red flag law in the state of Arizona. And that will be um, a part of my legislative agenda next year. Okay. Always exciting. Here's the thing, though. I think she's got a point. I think this is something that we can talk about. And I'll say it. I've never been for taking any guns away. I don't even think people should. I don't even think the AR-15 should be sold. And I've said that a million times. But I also don't think if you own one right now, you own it. You shouldn't have to give it up. I don't want anybody taking that away. I would stop the sale of it. But that's just me. I don't have anything against guns. I uh, 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 Isn't it interesting, though? Have you ever asked yourself why you would stop the sale of it? Sure. Sure. I, I don't think it's a gun that should be sold because I, I think that most people who want to create mass destruction will most likely use that gun. But, yeah, that's not even close to what the, the numbers bear out. OK. And that's well, the you thing. tell me what happened at uh, um, more people die in, in, by 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 knives and stabbings. I get than guns like that. Handguns are still. What was the school in Texas that we talked about? Uvalde. Uvalde. You could have done that with a handgun. Uh, no, Number one. Virginia Tech killed more people. No, I, understand, I understand that. But these kids were eviscerated. They were cut in half by that specific gun. But you can do that with a handgun that's okay. even more powerful. So, oh. But the question is, it's the look of that gun. I don't think it's the look of that gun. I think for a lot of people, it's a symbol. It's a look of that gun. That's a weapon of mass destruction. But, it's a weapon it, of... It's a, it is one of the most powerful weapons that is available for somebody to go and shoot. I mean, I don't know why ease. we're arguing It's that. not power. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's the ease of, of the gun. And most people who have it are great gun owners, yeah. and they enjoy shooting it. Why? Because it's fun. Okay, yeah, it great. It is fun. If you, know, you should go shoot one. It's fun. I, I haven't shot one. I know you have. I have several friends who have, and they say it's great. Fine. I get it. But can we go back to what we were talking yeah. about with red flag laws? Listen, I don't want to take anybody's gun away. I don't want to do that. Here's the deal. 
um, Arizona does not have a red flag law. In Florida, they have had these red flag laws since that mass shooting, and they've used it 9,391 times. It's only been denied 1% of the time. I've got to believe that in the 9,391 times the red flag was used in a red state, mind you, Florida, there was probably... A few mass shootings, at least in there, that that didn't happen. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, I I can't give you a number. No, no. But, but, I mean, I'm sure that someone was disturbed who had a gun, and they took that gun away from the I wonder how many of these, though, were uh, people that got restraining orders because a a woman, and probably in particular, feared, maybe a parent feared, but most likely a woman feared, you know, and they went and checked and said, or somebody was suicidal. Or a dad that saw his son... Yeah. Uh, going down the wrong road mentally and said, we need to do something. And, you know, maybe they took the gun away and it saved a whole bunch of people. Listen, you have to do it the right way. You've got to set it up in the law the right way. You can't just have somebody who's got a bone to pick with somebody else. I'm going to call the police and I'm going to get your gun taken away. Um, there should be repercussions for that person if the, if it's a phony report. If it's a, it's a you know, if that's they do the that. big thing. So, I mean, I am all for red flag laws looking at things, but we've got to have it laid out in, hey, if this isn't right and you're lying, you're going to pay a penalty you, for you it. And the second thing is, yeah. if we go and we do a check and we find out that none of it's true, and maybe you had some worries, this person isn't going to have to go get lawyers and spend the next several months trying to get their guns back because we decided, now nah, we don't want to give them to you. you got to give the judge proof. Yes. And if the judge feels that there's proof that this person is not mentally stable, how can anyone be against taking his firearm away for a temporary moment in time? Yeah, I agree. You know, but uh, make sure you're here at four o'clock. Why? Uh, you could score the hottest ticket in town. Suns playoff tickets. Text ticket to four one one nine two three. Register. Listen for your name today. Four p.m. Chance to qualify for game five tickets. See the Suns take on the Clippers. All right. Coming up next is a vote for Biden in twenty twenty four. Actually, a vote for President Harris. <laughs> God help us all. It's the Gatos and Chad show. I'm going to run for president of the United States of America. Uh, is that Biden? Is that a bad Biden? That's a bad Biden. No, that's just basically. Is that him? He's oh, 8,400 years old. He's not 8,400 years old. Yeah. He, uh, I'll tell you, he is going to run for re-election. He, if he wins, he'll be 82. Uh, and when his term ends, he'll be 86. Who in the right mind wants that? Uh, nobody. Yeah. Do we want the other guy? Do we want Trump, too? Oh, his policies were so great. Okay. All right. He's, there's a rape trial for him right now. Remember when he said, here's the other trial that's going on. 11,000 votes. I need 11,000 votes. I mean, in Georgia, he tried to fix the election. January 6th. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Oh, please. Listen, these two guys are a disaster. Both of them. I don't know if I want to equally say they're both disasters. I, they're disasters of, of epic proportion, but it's, they're, they're both different. You get, you get it. You, you get. Can you imagine Donald Trump being the president again, and just fighting his little petty fights for four years? On the other hand, can you imagine um, not Joe Biden being president, being taken out of the Oval Office, and then handing the keys to Harris, who drives us straight into the ocean, and we sink, and then she has to. <laughs> 
laugh her it's, way all around. It's just, it's absurd. So you've got an elderly Biden announcing his re-election bid. And for me, I think this puts a spot on Vice President Harris. I really don't think there's anyone out there who thinks she can do the job. You know, a vice, Not even in her own party, man. A vice president. I don't know. You've got to have some... Uh, I don't know what it is, Chad. I, I don't know what it is. Like, I always say this about Harris, right? I say, well, maybe she's good behind closed doors because in front of a microphone or when you're interviewing her, she's a mess. And the little laugh. And she she she, she talks to you like you're three years old. But I, I can't. I can't give her the benefit of the doubt that behind closed doors, she's some brilliant mind. Well, look I at her staff. Look at her staff. Her staff have all left on in, in droves comparatively. Nobody, I don't know anybody on the left side of the aisle who feels comfortable saying she's it. And they have put themselves in this position because they wanted to be uber progressive and they don't have the honesty out of fear of saying, well, it's because she's black or she's a woman that she can't do the job. When rather we just, we're at a point now where it's like, we can't tell somebody who's not qualified fight for the job, you can't do the job. That's where we're just like, well, we'll just have to grin and bear it. That's not the person you want in that position. So they can't get rid of her. Nope. Because she's a woman of color and it will make them look awful. Correct? Yeah. Why can't you replace her with someone else who's a woman of color? Michelle O. I don't know. That's what everybody said. I, I don't know either. I don't, who is that? I don't even know. Uh, Michelle Obama? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So uh, uh, he was the president before Trump. Oh, I didn't know her nickname was so. Michelle O. You didn't? You did? <laughs> I did oh not. Oh, my God. We got to get you out. Hey, one, how man. about, what if they did that? You'd have a better chance. <laughs> and again, I don't know if she knows policy and all this uh, kind of no, stuff. I, mean, I know that, I do know that Michelle Obama's a smart woman. I would probably feel better with Michelle Obama. Who may not know has been in the yeah, has been right. anywhere near this has never run right. this thing. She's a smart woman, but that, I'm but just telling you. My the reality God. is, is we're trying to replace like for like based on color and gender, rather than going who would be the best person in that situation for the job. I can tell you the two worst people for president are Joe Biden and Donald Trump, without a doubt. And who I who is a very good chance we're going to get Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah, sad, sad. It is sad. Uh, we've got a new world that we look at. We talk about it all the time with the younger generation. And this was interesting. I saw this. The new 9 to 5 is 6 p.m. What does that mean? 6 p.m. you start to work? Yeah. Okay, so you work from 6 p.m. to what time? To whenever you get done. The new so 9 3 a.m.? 3 a.m., 4 a.m. My uncle is, he and I were partners. I'll be going to work at 2.33 in the morning, and he'll text me. Okay. Hey, dude, you on your way to work? Yeah, hey, give me a call if you want to. I'm up. I've been working. You know, I started working at 8.30 tonight. I'll work till 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning. It's just a weird thing, and this is part of that working at home. The problem is business for a lot of faces, it's still 9 to 5. Your workers may want to work at 6 p.m. Mm. because they're working out of the house, yeah. but business is going on from 9 to 5. Yeah. See, that doesn't sound right to me because at 6 o'clock, if you need to start getting stuff done, everybody's eating dinner at that time. Yeah. Well, Gen Z create, uh, claims that uh, they're most productive from 6 p.m. to 3 a.m., which I can see. When is it? 6, uh, 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. I can see that, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm very productive at night. You know, because I, you know, yeah. you get a lot less distractions. People, maybe the house is quiet. You're doing stuff. Nothing's open. <laughs> Nothing's open. Up, right. Your friends are, you know, either doing work or they're asleep. Dark outside. Yeah. yeah so no, you, you're not, the fear of missing out from what? Sleep? Yeah. So I could totally see that. But if your business is, say, I don't know, open from 8 in the morning till 6 o'clock at night. Who's going to take an 8 p.m. Uh, Zoom meeting? Another Gen Zer. Yeah, Probably. or unless you're doing something globally. Right. 
you know, but that's that's the new nine to five now. Working six to three doesn't that's have the funny. same ring. That is funny. Yeah. Oh, Gen Z, they keep surprising us. And I'm I'm liking what I hear from Gen Z. Yeah. Talked yeah. about it yesterday. More more Gen Zers are turning to God. That's it. Uh, what Get was rid the of those phones. Getting oh, rid of the phones. They're getting rid of the smartphone because they don't want to be uh, addicted to TikTok. Screen time. Yes, they want off. Uh, they want a. Stu- they want a dumb phone, which texts. You can text. You can talk. You can get the internet, and that's it. Yeah, I'm liking these guys. All right, coming up in less than five minutes. Holding up the headlines. Here's how this is going to work. At three thirty, Becky Lynn reads the news. You and I, Chad, we're going to interrupt. React to the day's top stories next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR, on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com, and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic, now. It's 3.30, and you know what that means. Every day at this time, we like to hold up the headlines. Here's Becky Lynn with the headlines. You have failed to override the governor's veto. The Arizona House didn't override the veto of the so-called tamale bill that would have eliminated sales restrictions on certain homemade foods that require temperature control like tamales. Hmm. Governor Hobbs initially vetoed the original bill after it was sent to her desk with super majority support but she said the bill would increase the risk of foodborne illness and with that no vote some local vendors are voicing frustrations. Ken Holgate is the owner of Simple Homemade Harvest where he sells salsas and pickles despite growing ingredients in his home garden he says he has to store and prepare his products at a certified kitchen, which eats into his profits and his peace of mind. I don't know who's going to get into my stuff. If they don't have room for it, I have to pay a rent there. That and they have a power failure. I can't control that. I can control that at my house. Holgate says there's not much difference between the kitchens he's required to use and his own, adding that he sanitizes before and after each batch. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. I call that the Gatos bill. Uh, Hobbs <laughs> called Gatos and said, I'm terrified of foodborne illnesses. I am. Yes, me too. And she goes, oh, she said, me too. Like, oh, my God, it's the worst. Oh, geez. And the next thing you know, they got this. So they're going to rename it the Gatos bill. <laughs> and uh, she's going to continue. Every time this thing comes across, she's got a stamp with Gatos's face on it. I do, I do have a fear of food poisoning. Have you Amongst ever had food other poisoning? Just- oh, gosh, of course. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You ever sit on the toilet and then lean over into the sink, if you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, boy. The person who's so scared of it is the one who gets it the most. Well, again, I just talked the other day. You know, we were in Rocky Point a couple of weeks ago. We bought, some, we bought you know, some food off the oh. street. He is bragging yeah, continuously exactly. about the fact yes, that he had a tortillas. Tortilla. Tortillas. From somebody on the side of the street. So I'm not totally scared of buying that kind of food. Yes, you are. And you know what? It was delicious. You are. If we brought in a tamale that somebody made in their house, you'd be like, no. No, I can't eat it. We're holding up the headlines. KTAR, eyes on immigration. <laughs> the state senior U.S. senator is hoping to reform the nation's immigration system as the end of Title 42 nears. KTAR's Taylor Tassler joins us now live from the News Center with the details. Independent Kirsten Cinema says her immigration legislation is made up of a four-point plan. She tells KTAR the framework would beef up border security, reform the asylum system, and 
create a path to citizenship for dreamers and address the visa system in our country that is currently broken and doesn't allow us to bring in talent from other countries to fill the jobs that we need here in America. Cinema explains once the House sends its immigration bill to the Senate, she and her colleagues will build on it with their four-point plan. House Republicans released a proposed immigration bill last week. Reporting live in the news center, Taylor Tesler, KTAR News. Yeah, Cinema will join us on the show tomorrow. We don't exactly know what time just yet, but she will pop on the show. We'll ask her about the four-point plan. I don't know, man. Maybe it's just me. Is she the only one that's actually working on any type of solutions in Washington? Because I know that there are people listening right now who are Democrats, and they can't stand cinema. Then some of you Republicans, some of you like her. I think a lot of us independents do like her. I think a lot of both I, sides like her if they're honest. Uh, but well, she I don't is, think Democrats like her. Well, Democrats don't like her for now. Uh, but I think the yeah, it feels like she's the only one trying to actually get something done. Like she went there and she's like, all right, I'm going to try to get some stuff done. Yeah. And OK, yeah. You, does anything get done? No. I mean, we're we're what? Less than two weeks away from this thing getting, you know, just about two weeks away from this thing going away. Title 42. And you've got chaos on the other side is what it feels like. It is going to be a massive march towards the border on the 11th. We're going to talk about it a little bit with El Paso. Right. And I don't see anything getting done. Yeah, in about 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what the border will look like on May 11th when Title 42 does go away. We're going to do that this hour. We're holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news at 3.30. We interrupt, and you get to more of us. Okay, what do you got? The number of people who are experiencing homelessness continues to increase in Maricopa County. According to the Maricopa Association of Governments, the one-day point-in-time count conducted back in January shows more than 9,600 people experiencing homelessness within the region. And that is an increase of 616 people over 2022, about 7%. The count identified 4,900 people living in a place not meant for human habitation. The street, in desert washes, or in vehicles. Um, Homeless uh, population in Maricopa County has doubled in the last 10 years. Uh, Driving to work today, there is a, there's someone that is standing kind of close to our radio station. Maybe it's like a block away on the street. That, I haven't seen that in, in a long time. That is someone who is, you know, down on their luck, and they're on the side of the street. And to be honest with you, I- I've never seen that right where we work. I've seen it's it spreading everywhere. I've seen a couple when I get off here in the middle of the the night, is because I'm always driving in here. Yeah. We've got that wash right there out by Glendale, and over the last couple of weeks, I've seen three or four tents pop up. Yeah, they're gone sometimes during the day, but it's now totally noticeable. And when I get off at of Glendale, there's a couple people sleeping on the overpass and i'm thinking to myself it's it's going to start spreading it is it's not just the zone in downtown phoenix nope that's where that's where most of of the drugs and it's just oh goodness when we were down there it was so sad but other people they're just down on the lock and they can't get back on their feet and i think we're starting to see them on the street a lot more now in a neighborhood where you live All right, every day at 3.30, we hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news, and we interrupt, react to the day's top stories, give you our our opinion. It's all brought to you by carolsthebuyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed. All right, as promised. I'm excited that there's going to be traffic. Tonight? You're excited there's going to be I'm kidding, because it's just, you know, it's just me. It's it's fun. Super fun. (laughs) Well, we'll try and get you out here a little, a little early. How about that? That doesn't matter. You know, They're maybe... all going to be out there partying, having a good time. I'm oh, driving home. And the Gosh. light rail's going to be packed. Free gaming, yes. Not, n- not the Diamondbacks. I mean, the other team. <laughs> <laughs> well, all hell break loose at the border on May 11th. Next.
The Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Boink. All right. KTAR.com. Uh, let's check it out. Uh, let's see. 8.50 in the morning, I join Mike Broomhead on his program, and I uh, give him the uh, the big cue. So at KTAR.com, here we go. Will the Suns close out the series tonight against the Clippers? Yes or no? Uh, yes, 73%. So, beginning of the series, no Strigato, Suns in five. Usually I'm correct. Hopefully I'll be correct tonight. Uh, Should be. I don't think anybody's playing for the Clippers. Clippers have any other... <laughs> Think they have six players Why available. guy is he going to play, or is he just going to take another day off? Uh, Paul George not playing either. No. I don't think. No, so they're two stars. Let's be honest, not playing. You, you don't lose this game if you're the Phoenix Suns. <clears throat> no. I know that the Clippers are going to come out like like crazed dogs. Right? Doesn't matter. You're at home. This is a closeout series. Here's the other thing: you do you need to close it out if you're the Suns because what you're doing is rest, rest. You're playing your you're playing your big two forty plus minutes, and they haven't had a lot of rest. So it is important for the Suns to get this game over with. The series is basically over. Clippers aren't going to win this series, no. but you've got to get your guys some rest because you don't want a bunch of guys with heavy legs three weeks from now trying to get out of the Western Conference Finals. No, no, you so. need you need you need rest, and uh, you know, just let's avoid injuries. Chris, Chris Paul, some point in time, Chris Paul's going to have to come up with something, and he faded. He looked so old last year at times. He did, and I got to tell you, the last two games of the fourth quarter, he's looked fantastic. Yeah, and I think part of it is he is not one of those guys that's playing every single minute like Booker. Uh, and uh, uh, and uh, is it Aiden's not playing like that? No, and, and but KD is playing. KD and Booker are playing a lot of minutes. So, uh, of course, KD hadn't played a lot all year, so his 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 engine's probably a little fresher. Yeah, good, good. Um, going to be a ton of traffic in downtown uh, tonight. The Suns yeah. and the Diamondbacks are both playing. Uh, but the good news is, uh, your I believe uh, Becky Lynn, your son's ticket will get you on light rail to also give you Hep C. Yes, the Suns ticket will get you on light rail. And if you steal somebody's underwear, they're going to be looking for you. That is correct. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What is May 11th going to look like on the border? That's the big question. Uh, Title 42 is going away on May 11th. Uh, Tomorrow, uh, Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema is going to join us, I believe, to lead the show at 205. Um, She's going to talk about her four-point plan for the border. Which is four points more bigger than anybody else's plan, I see. Correct. I think it is going to be, uh, I mean, the, you got the mayor of El Paso mm. already declaring a state of emergency, saying anywhere between 350 and 400 people arriving every day to Ciudad Juarez on the train, ready to come across. He, he speculates 35 to 40,000 people are ready to start on May 11th coming over. Is it just going to be a rule where we can't stop you now? Yeah, but there is I mean, no, that's, yeah, that's unless you thing. still are in Haiti, you know, Nicaragua, any of those things. Uh, but outside of that, the rest of it is, it's a free-for-all. You've got, and people from all over the world. It's not just Mexicans and, and people from Guatemala. We're talking, uh, there's there's plenty of Asians. You've got a lot of Chinese people that have escaped China. Yep. You've got a lot of people still from Afghanistan and other places. And they know once this is done, there is no more, hey, you know what? Now we're going to turn around and keep you in Mexico. Yeah. Um, Biden had the four countries. Um, Haiti, Venezuela, Cuba. What's the other one? Nicaragua. Nicaragua. All right. Why don't you just add five countries more to it? I mean, really, I mean, Biden just came up with it. Uh, somebody gave it to him. He gave, I don't know. He's like, hey, don't let these four countries in. Okay. It seems to have worked. 
Well, so it's worked not- in a weird way because behind the back door, they have let, what, some 300,000 in legally, to, as they call parole. Okay, hold on. Let me get... Let, let, so the front door rule is yeah. if you're from Haiti, Venezuela, Cuba, Nicaragua, yeah. we can't let you in. Where's the back door? Well, they're paroling people in uh, through the back door. And I, mean, explain, I haven't heard this. Explain <clears throat> it to me. Uh, the, the it's the, what they call the new backdoor immigration. Uh, they've and essentially is they're allowing a lot of these countries as of mid-April, some 300,000 Ukrainians arrived in the United States under various programs. So they have all of these uh, programs. By you the know, end we, of this year, 360,000 Venezuela, Cubans, Nicaraguans and Haitians will gain admission. And it's the straight parole means. You can work. You can. I mean, there. So, yeah, but how do you say no to anybody from Ukraine? Well, because you want, you don't need to prove anything. You don't need to prove asylum. You say I'm from Ukraine. Here's my driver's license. Here's my here are my papers. Yeah, they're at war. They're going to be killed if they stay in Ukraine. Well, or they so, can fight for their country. I mean, you know, that's the other side. Some of it. are, some aren't. Yeah. But, I mean, isn't that what asylum is for? It is. Well, if you're being persecuted, war is a little bit different. The persecution. If you're a political prisoner, okay, uh, but you well, know, is it war under that? If you're going, well, what's the difference between I'm from Venezuela, I live in this town, and there's a gang and they want to kill me, versus well, a gang doesn't count. We have gangs here. I know. Well, yeah. I'm just giving you, yeah. you know, they're murderers who want to murder us. Or yeah, I live in Ukraine and the Russians want to kill me. Uh, more people have been issued immigrant visas from these countries uh, than the last 15 years combined with Venezuela, Cuba, Nicaragua, and Haitian. That's just from the beginning of the year. Yeah. So while they're saying there's an app and you got to follow it, the fact is that there's a backdoor to it that they're allowing people because they've got plenty of programs. Mm-hmm. And they go, well, you don't qualify for this, but there are 50 other programs you might qualify for. Hey, you know what? Here's the thing now. Biden doesn't want to fix this. going to lose. I mean, you know, maybe it's going to be a huge it's going to be a huge black eye for him. Yeah. And I'm not, I guess I shouldn't say he's going to lose because who knows what it garbage looks like. is going up against garbage in this next presidential race. So but I mean, if Biden can't do something on the border, it's it, it, he's stupid not to. <laughs> he's, you got to start fixing some stuff if you, you want to be the president. Yeah, again. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, some of the stuff, there are 73,000 undocumented immigrants living in Alabama, 68% of them, no medical insurance, 34% with incomes below poverty level, costing $330 million a year to the taxpayers. You multiply that across all the states. Yeah. uh, We've got serious issues and you need to deal with it. He won't. I don't know. I don't think he will. Maybe he really doesn't want to be president. Maybe he doesn't. Well, he might get that wish. I'm just going to let the border go to hell. All right. Coming up next. Did the recession, did it start today? Next.